This is Ringler Radio, where you get all the latest news and information about structured settlements from Ringler Associates, the first name in structured settlements, helping injured people and their families since 1975. Ringler Radio is made possible in part by Allstate, American General, The Hartford, John Hancock, Liberty Mutual, MetLife, Mutual of Omaha, New York Life, Pacific Life, and Prudential. Now join Ringler Radio host Larry Cohen. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to Ringler Radio. I'm Larry Cohen, head of Ringler Associates Northeast Operations, and we're certainly glad you could join us again today. Well, on Wednesday, April 25th of this year, at their annual meeting, the National Structured Settlement Trade Association decided to take the hill. And they did just that. They all headed up to Capitol Hill for meetings with members of Congress and senior congressional staff to talk about the mission of structured settlements. And the mission was also to talk about public policy and economic security and all of the other issues around which structured settlements uh, mesh so, such, so well. So today on Ringler Radio, we're going to talk about that whole exercise of taking the hill with two special guests. And joining me today are two of my Ringler colleagues, Peter Early from New Hampshire and Aaron Muller from New York City. And uh, both of them have been very active in this continuing drive to educate our elected officials on the benefits of structured settlements. So both of you, uh, Peter and Aaron, welcome to Ringler Radio. Thanks, Larry. Thanks for having us. Well, uh, I'm sure it was exciting down there. Pete, why don't we start off the show by talking a little bit about NASTA's goal on Take the Hill Day. Uh, this, is a, this is not the first time it's happened, but uh, tell us about what it's all about. Sure. This, this year, um, I think, was probably um, one of the, the more successful times that NASTA has tried to do something like this. Um, as part of NASTA, there's a committee that they call the Next Gen Committee, and it's made up largely of people who have been in our industry for say, you know, one to ten years, as opposed to some of the people who've been doing this a long time. Um, and in that, um, Aaron and I are both members of that group, and they kind of tasked that group with leading the Take the Hill charge. And what they were trying to accomplish with Take the Hill was make sure that the members of Congress were aware of what it is that we do, what our message is, and how important the tax benefits that allow for structured settlements are to the people that we help every day by, by doing that. Um, so Aaron and I and, and a number of other people, you know, kind of uh, rallied the troops a little bit. We made some phone calls. We sent some emails, and we set up uh, a number of appointments. And, in fact, more than 200 NASA members took the Hill um, on on that day, and we met with 77 members of Congress and their staffs, which was, was a huge number uh, and a great way for an organization like ours to get the word out and get some legislative support on Capitol Hill. No question. That is a large group. But Aaron, tell us a little bit more about this next-gen group that Pete mentioned. Uh, what does it consist of, and, and who are these people? Uh, the people that are part of the next-gen group are, as Peter said, people that have been in the industry uh, between one and ten years. It's not really, even though it's the next-gen, it's not really based on age because it's also for people that have just joined the industry. And really what we look to do is we look to discuss the unique challenges in the industry that we're faced with being new to it and also business opportunities that might be available to us uh, given that we're not 
you know, as experienced in the industry and are working towards uh, those members that really, you know, have been in the industry for 20 and and 25 years. And, um, you know, one of the main goals that we're working on is having online education and training courses, uh, which are designed specifically for the next-gen members. Mm -hmm. Um, And and as Pete said, we were given the task of basically um, initiating the, the Take the Hill this year, uh, which, which really was quite successful. Interesting. Well, I would imagine, Pete, that the whole process of actually scheduling with these uh, very busy members of Congress and their staff, it must have been quite the Herculean task. How, how did you get that accomplished? Well, Larry, I had a bit of a leg up. Um, my background before I joined the industry, I was actually a Capitol Hill staffer for a number of years. Um, and I think that was one of the reasons that NASA had asked me specifically to get involved was I had spent a couple of years on the other side of this process. And, and one of the things that by doing that, I saw how important it was to members of Congress to actually hear from people in their jurisdiction, from, from all their constituents who actually vote for them. They really do want to hear the message of what people have to say. Um, and that was kind of the message that I sent out to the folks at NASTA was to say, hey, you know, your voice should be heard. And, and trust me, from someone who's been there, the people in Congress really do care what it is that you have to say. Um, so with that message in mind, it really was not that much of a, a difficult task. It was just really a, a matter of logistics. And we, Aaron and I were very lucky, as well as the other organizers of this event, in that people were genuinely enthused and, and ready to, to take the hill. Um, so Aaron and I had worked up some language that we sent out to some people, but really people picked up the phone, they sent emails, they scheduled follow-ups. Um, and the, the members of Congress were, were very uh, inviting, and they, they set up, like I said, I think we had 77 appointments, um, and it turned out to be a really great day for us. So you obviously tried to match the jurisdictional equivalent, so someone in, in, in the industry from a certain state would go see a certain potential, uh, you know, some, a congressman or a senator, that they would be in their district or someone that they'd be, would be interested in hearing from them, and as you did that, uh, what what are some of the experiences you had? Tell us about some of the things uh, that happened as you spoke to these uh, these elected officials. Well, you know, I I'll, I know Aaron probably had some unique experiences too. From yeah, my standpoint, I I um I was uh, I met with all of the members of the New Hampshire delegation, and and our experiences were pretty wide ranging. Um, we had a, a a couple of the members that we met with who were familiar with structured settlements, were supporters of ours, um, knew what it was that we did and how important it was to protect the injured parties that, that we serve every day. Um, and we had a couple of other people who had no idea what a structured settlement was or had, you know, heard the name but weren't familiar with what it was that we did, what section of the tax codes applied to what we do. Um, and we were able to educate them. And, and the one thing that I found universally with all the members I met with, I also live in Massachusetts, so I met with a couple of members of the Massachusetts delegation. Um, I, from all of the members that I met with, they all kind of had the same message, and that was that they support what we do, um, and that if the time comes that, that the parts of the tax code that affect us are threatened, that we have their support. And that was really our ultimate goal, and it was really nice to see that across the board. Is that what you uh, ran into as well, Aaron? Absolutely. Uh, Being from New York, we had a huge task, um, given that there are, I believe it's 29 districts. um, So we had many representatives to contact. And so what I did was I uh, gathered a list of all the NASA members from New York that were going to be uh, attending the annual. I kind of let them know what my plan was. And we basically hit the ground running by trying to 
uh, contact as many of these representatives that we could, uh, in addition to setting up meetings with our two senators. And, um, you know, having the New Yorkers meet with the representatives from New York worked out really well because we were able to go in and say, hi, I'm a constituent of representative so-and-so, and this is important to me because I think it really made the the legislative assistants, the receptionists in the office really listen more because, you know, we have a direct impact on their districts. Mm -hmm. And so that worked out really well for us. We had, um, you know, some legislative assistants that said, you know, tell me more. I'm really unfamiliar what, you know, with what this structured settlement is. And then we had some, you know, I know, um, uh, the general counsel that we met with for Jerry Nadler's office, she knew exactly what we were talking about. And so she asked us really, really intelligent and impressive questions, mm. put us on the spot. And we really <laughs> had to do some thinking, um, you know, because she really, really knew the public policy and, and, and the ins and outs of, of what we do. So it was really interesting to see the differences from office to office. And it made us aware that we really have to continue to do our job by letting these uh, representatives and senators know that we're here and that we have, you know, an important message to relay. Well, that's certainly encouraging to know that uh, at least the staff uh, knows what's going on. That's important for uh, all of us to, to hear. What, uh, you know, Pete mentioned some feedback that he got from certain uh, members of Congress as to the support for the, for the, for the concept and to, to be supportive of the tax uh, laws when, when challenges come. How about yourself, Aaron? Did you, did you hear any uh, specifics that uh, surprised you at all? Um, well, I think as, you know, we all knew going in, we knew that this year was particularly important to take the Hill, even though, you know, we have done it in the past, um, because next year federal tax reform will be the front and center uh, of the, you know, congressional agenda. So we went in with a strong message, and basically the message that we received back was, you know, you're really taking uh, a, a great stance since tax reform is, you know, in the forefront of everyone's minds right now. But, you know, rest assured, um, you know, this isn't something that we're looking to change right about now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I know that many uh, of the, you know, many of the senators and many of the representatives are talking about closing all those loopholes. And fortunately, I think many of those people understand that structured settlements aren't really a loophole. Um, you know, it's, it's making injured parties whole. It's not a matter of providing them with something um, that they, they weren't entitled to. Well, there's no question about that. And, you know, one of the, my experiences, uh, Peter, you, you mentioned, uh, I think at some point, that you were a congressional staffer and, and worked in one of those offices. I think it was Rhode Island senator. Am I, am I right about that? That's correct. I worked for uh, Senator Lincoln Chafee, who's now the governor. Of Rhode oh, Island. interesting. Well, you know, some years ago in the nineteen, you know, I'll date myself in the nineteen eighty six tax reform act. I was uh, charged with the meeting with the staff member of uh, the senator from Rhode Island at the time, and uh, I, I remember asking that individual after this long discussion that we had uh, whether she could tell me how the senator might vote on this issue in the tax as the tax bill came up and I remember her answer was very interesting she said to me the senator will vote on this issue exactly as I tell him to vote <laughs> so in other words in other words the one of the problems that uh, these senators and congress folks have 
is the massive amount of information that, that is out there that they have to pour through in these bills and these various things that come before them. There's no way they can possibly know the ins and outs without, without what I could call constructive lobbying, which is what you did on the Take the Hill effort. I mean, that's very important for them to hear that because otherwise they wouldn't have a clue, would they? You're, you're absolutely right. And, you know, that was my experience as well. The amount of, of information that's on the plates of all of these members of Congress is astounding between the meetings that they have, their travel schedules, and then all of the legislative information that crosses their desk in a given day. It's overwhelming. Um, and each of those um, members has a, a staff with usually one or two people who are dedicated to a specific issue. Um, and in our case, we were very lucky that in addition to the members of Congress we got to meet with, we also got to meet with the staff member on their team who was responsible for budget issues, tax issues, whatever, whatever that title is. Mm-hmm. Um, and those are the people who really know the issues in and out and are tasked with advising their member on, on you know, really the specific information about things like 104A2 and 130, which are the tax codes, uh, sections of the tax code that apply to us. So to be able to meet with them in in, uh, conjunction with the member of Congress was a huge asset for us to really make sure that our message was not only heard, but heard and understood. Well, that's no question. An an invaluable opportunity for uh, all of us. So let's take a quick break right now, and then we'll be right back in a minute with more with uh, Peter and Aaron about the Take the Hill effort of the National Structured Settlement Trade Association that took place a month ago. We'll be right back. This is Ringler Radio from Ringler Associates, the leader in the structured settlements profession nationwide. Did you know that Ringler is involved in a third of all structured settlement cases in the country? Ringler Associates works with all the parties in a lawsuit settlement to find the best possible financial solution for the people involved. Did you know you can download Ringler Radio to your iPod and listen on the run? Just go to iTunes and subscribe. It's free. Ringler Radio is celebrating its seventh year right here on Legal Talk Network. Produced by broadcast professionals and hosted by Larry Cohen. Someone's at the door. Don't answer it. Why not? I'm listening to Legal Talk Network podcasts to get my CLE credit in West Legal Ed Center. Oh, I need to do that too. Where do I find them? It's easy. Just go to LegalTalkNetwork.com and pick a program for CLE, click on it, and start listening. Or go to WestLegalEdCenter.com and choose from any of the Legal Talk Network programs available for CLE. Perfect. I'll do that right now. Think you might like to have us create your own podcast on LegalTalkNetwork.com? Go to the website and send us an email. Or just give us a call at 781-551-9960. It's the best move you'll make in legal marketing. You never have enough friends or followers, right? Check out Legal Talk Network on Facebook and Twitter, LinkedIn too. Welcome back to Ringler Radio. Glad you could join us. My guests today are Peter Early and Aaron Muller, both from uh, Ringler Associates, one from New Hampshire, the other from New York, two, uh, two pretty impressive states. Pete, are there certain members of Congress that you targeted uh, as being especially important to the campaign as we move forward? Well, truly, any member of Congress that we met with was important. Obviously, you know, there are 535 members who are responsible for making 
all of the laws that affect our country. So so to say that one is more important than another is a disservice to how hugely important it was that we got to meet with all these people. Um, but specific to what it is that we do, the members of the House Ways and Means Committee and the Senate Budget Committees are, are hugely important to the sections of the tax code, which is specific to what we were lobbying on. Um, and I'm very, very happy to say that we met with more than half of the members of both of those committees, um, which was a, a huge get for us in terms of making sure that the most important uh, voices for the most important issues to us were heard. Well, Aaron, you know, I think we talked a little bit about staff, the staff of these uh, elected officials being really the the lifeblood of, the, of this whole enterprise down in Washington. I mean, they're the ones that really make it work. They're the ones that feed the questions to them in these committee meetings, and they're the ones that, as I mentioned uh, in my experience, that oftentimes tell the the elected official how they should vote on a certain issue that comports with their own philosophy. So uh, how did you find the staff? I think you mentioned uh, uh, Gerald Nadler's uh, staffer as being very uh, into the process. How about the staff in general of the others? Um, I think it was really encouraging to see how – interested every staffer was. Um, You know, I had spent quite a few weeks trying to obtain these meetings, but as I had said, with, you know, 29 districts to uh, plan meetings with, it wasn't 100% successful. There were some, you know, offices that I did not hear back from, so I thought, why not make a cold call? So there were a couple people that were in my group um, who were constituents of certain representatives that we did not have meetings with, so we just politely stepped in and asked for a couple minutes of of someone's time so that we could talk with them. And when I say we weren't turned down, I I can't say that enough. Everyone was so uh, welcoming and was so um, encouraging for us to speak to them. Um, For instance, uh, one of the NASA members that I was with was a constituent of Carolyn Maloney's, who mm-hmm. um, is one of the representatives for, for Upper Manhattan, the Upper East Side. And she wasn't available, but her legislative assistant was. And she was on her way to a meeting, and she had her book and a pen in her hand, and she was running out the door, but it didn't matter. She stopped. She took five minutes, and, you know, we stood in the foyer. We, you know, we didn't even sit down um, because she didn't have the time, but she really wanted to hear what we had to say. Um, and then in another instance, um, we went to another uh, office, uh, Nydia Velasquez's office, and unfortunately there was no one there that had the time to meet with us that day, but I left my business card and took you know, some business cards there and just figured that we would follow up via email. But I actually received a phone call later that day, and they asked if we would be able to come back the following afternoon um, because there were some staffers that had some free time. Um, so that's really encouraging to know that people actually are taking our business cards and taking our literature and really making use of it and not really just putting it to the side and not looking at it. And so the, everyone was very receptive, which was, you know, a great thing. Well, no question, but, uh, you know, now that they have your phone number, you may get a donation call. You know that. You know, we've received a few. <laughs> we have received a few. I, I can imagine because that's the, I think the number one job down there is to, you know, raise money to keep 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 this thing going. Absolutely. Pete and, and Aaron, as we kind of close here, give us a uh, your perception of the overall uh, takeaway that you had from the from the Take the Hill. And, and for those of us listening in the audience that have not done this before or might be thinking about next year, and I don't know really, tell us about the plans for NASTA. Are they going to do this again? And, and if so, what would you say to the people out there that uh, haven't done it but, but maybe thinking about it after hearing this? 
Absolutely, Larry. And I, I like to think that this is just the start of what's going to be a continuing, continuing and growing effort um, legislatively. Like Aaron said, next year is going to be a key year in terms of tax reform. And obviously, those are the sections that really affect us and affect the message that we were trying to deliver. Um, and this year was a great start to that. And it was great for us to come in and say, Hey, you know, there's nothing pressing that we need right now, but we can see down the road there may be changes coming and we want your support. Those changes may be coming in the next legislative session. And at NASA's next annual meeting, they're going to be taking the hill again. And I would love to be able to do it in even greater numbers with an even more unified message than we had this year. Um, so if there are people out there who are members of NASA, um, please feel free. You know, can give Aaron and I a call. We'd be happy to talk to you a little bit more about it. Um, I know NASA is planning on uh, having some more information about the Take the Hill at the annual meeting at their fall educational conference in San Francisco. Um, and then, you know, we will be gearing up to do this whole thing again uh, in the spring next year. And uh, hopefully we can get even more people because I will say that everybody who did it, and it can be daunting if you've never done it before, mm -hmm. um, but everybody I, who I did it with and who I talked to afterwards all expressly said how much they enjoyed it, how much fun it was, how much easier it was than they thought it would be. Um, and it was such a positive experience that I'm hoping that that message will carry over into next year and we can do it even bigger and better. Well, that's terrific, Pete. And Aaron, I think, as you mentioned, uh, I think a lot of people out there might have you know, trepidation that someone's going to slam a door in their face or say no or say, I'm busy, or, I don't have time for you. But I think what you've been saying is you found that everybody was accommodating, even maybe surprisingly so. But uh, it should be encouraging to those out there who are listening to maybe want to try to do this next time. Oh, absolutely. Um, I had first done this in 2010, and uh, it was it was definitely a challenge for me to walk into offices and speak to receptionists and ask for meetings. And the first few, I was very timid and shy in the back. But by the end of the day, I was walking right in and, and definitely had a lot to say. And so I think, you know, it's just that first initial meeting. Um, it's easy. The, the staffers make it easy. Um, NASA helps to make it very easy. And, you know, as, as Pete said, I would love to be able to be a part of this and be one of the leaders that sets up the meetings and, and works with the members of NASA to make sure that we really are promoting our industry uh, the, the way we intended to. Well, Aaron and Pete, I think both of you today are saying the things that are music to Eric Vaughn's ears for sure. And he's uh, very, uh, as the executive director, very instrumental in trying to make this uh, an annual event. And uh, he, uh, he understands more than I think anybody does the value here. And uh, I think we couldn't have had two people on the show today that, that are more representative of that attitude than, than the two of you. So I want to thank you. And uh, Pete, if someone wanted to contact you, how would they do that? Uh, if somebody wants to give me a call, my number is 603-423-0055. Or you can always email me. My email address is pearly, E-A-R-L-Y, at ringlerassociates.com. Great. And Aaron, how about yourself? I can be reached at 212-513-1440. And I can always be emailed at emuller, it's E-M-U-L-L-E-R, at ringlerassociates.com. And I want all of you out there to know that you can reach any Ringler Associate at ringlerassociate.com, the uh, website of Ringler Associates. It's been recently renovated and uh, updated. It's a terrific place to go. I encourage everyone to do that, get a lot of information. Of course, the NSSTA website is also one that you could find information about this as well. Uh, and as for Ringler Radio, you can listen to this show or any show by uh, just going to ringlerassociates.com and clicking on Ringler Radio or go to legaltalknetwork.com and you can uh, 
Download it to your iPod, your iPad, plug in those earphones, and walk down the streets of New York and New Hampshire and listen to Peter and Aaron tell you all about Take the Hill. It's a terrific thing to do. And Peter and Aaron, thanks again for joining us. Thank you, Larry. And for the rest of you out there, go have a great day. The views expressed by the participants of this program are their own and do not represent the views of, nor are they endorsed by, Legal Talk Network. Its officers, directors, employees, agents, representatives, shareholders, and subsidiaries. None of the content should be considered legal advice. As always, consult a lawyer. Thanks for listening to Ringler Radio, celebrating its seventh year on Legal Talk Network with over a million listeners. Ringler Associates, the first name in structured settlements. Visit ringlerassociates.com today. Today.